back and they score! And Jeru's got it! He deflects it by Antti And the Flyers have some magic left as they win it in overtime. Voracek cutting on in. Voracek to the middle of the shot. He scores! It's time for the 5-Minute Major Podcast. Look at He scores! That's what the people came to see. Now here's your hosts, Matt Mastro Giovanni and Dave Morris. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Major Radio. Dave here, along with my broadcast partner in crime, Matt Mastro Giovanni. Matt, how's it going this evening? Uh, it's it's going all right. I mean. It's been a long day for me personally, but the Flyers, I mean, it's not even all right with them. It's just kind of like the – the. it's not the beginning of the end. It's like the middle of the beginning of the end because what there's – let's see. I can ca- We can count them on how many hands now? Probably one, right? They're in single digits, I think. Seven games left. Two hands. But, yeah, I mean – I feel like again we're we're just kind of like adding to like we're basically throwing dirt in their grave for this season at at this point because yes. their playoff hopes are are they mathematically eliminated yet? No, they're not. I don't know how. I think if they if they I think I saw on on Twitter that if they lose tomorrow night, I think they are officially mathematically eliminated. Oh, all right. Um, but I cannot confirm the the accuracy of the said tweet where I saw that. So do not take I mean, that for truth. They have what well, there's seven games left. They can get 14 points and they're I, I yeah, they're not gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we've all known that since end of March. I was gonna say, yeah. The the way they played themselves into a tailspin in March, we, we were like, all right, there's still a chance, but there's really not like there's not at this point, and I'm honestly okay with that because they don't even deserve to make the playoffs the way yeah. that they've played um, since March, since the COVID pause in what late February. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have the we have a series. We're in the midst of a four game series with the Devils right now. We'll talk about that in a few minutes here. But we did have back to back games against the New York Rangers. One of them was fun. Um. It was at MSG, James Van Riemsdyk, Big Apple Jim, as I like to call them when they're in when they're in Madison Square Garden. Two goals, hockey guy goals, as what I think it was. It's Chicklets that says that. It's just a general term. We can we don't have to credit them, but scores one off his face, mm-hmm. which was awesome, and then comes back with the like the jaw guard and scores another power play goal. Two power play, yeah, two power play goals. Um. The Flyers win 3-2 in MSG. Elliott made 32-33 saves. Sorry. Um, it was a good game. And obviously at this point, like we said last week, I think was that we were texting each other about gumption. Yes, we were. The word the 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 word of the remaining games is gumption. Yes. gumption. And they've shown it and they've also just not shown it. Yes. <laughs> and um that next game against the Rangers the following day just, again, speaks to the fact that the Flyers have never been good at putting together any sort of continuous effort this season. And they lose 4-1 to to the Rangers. And 
it's like that's the team that we know. Like yes. so um again, it's just it's just like the doldrums at this point where it's like I think um who was it? One of the Flyers insiders, I forget who tweeted it, but he just tweeted hockey purgatory and that's literally what we're living in where it's like yeah, the Flyers like you said, like well like we both said they're playing for pride at this point, but there's again, there's points at the, there's points at this point that they're not even playing for pride where they just still are like apathetic it seems. Mhm. But it, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's very frustrating because then you, then you get in this Devils series mm-hmm. and on Sunday they had gumption. They oh, came yeah. down led by Claude Giroux. Yep. When beat the Devils in a shootout where the Devils collapsed in the last minute of play, Claude Drew passing um, Brian Prop. Brian Prop, thank you for the assist there. That's what good buddies are for. Got passes you. Brian Prop for third all time in scoring behind Bobby, Bobby Clark. Clark. Yeah. And Bob Kelly. I think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He still has like 400 points to score to, to beat. Possibly beat Bobby Clark, I think. To beat Clark, he needs yeah, it's it's a couple hundred points. Um, but it's to at get least two hundred to get to second place, he only needs like fifty or some points, That's which doable. he could hit. He could hit next year. Yeah. Um. So that game, you know, you're led by Claudio. You come back, you win the shootout, you beat the Devils, which always feels good because yeah, screw the Devils. Um. Then you have a game last night's game. Flyers oh. lose six to four to again said New Jersey Devils. Yeah, in a game where Igor Zamula makes his pro debut, played all right. Jackson Cates, older brother of Noah Cates, Flyers' top defensive prospect, gets his first Saint-Charles point on an on an assist. Flyers again dig a deep hole. the The first twenty minutes of that game, Sean Couturier came out and said were unacceptable. Sean, yep. have you been like you've been with the team this whole year? Like this just is, the first twenty minutes of that game, this entire apparently season has been it was just the first twenty minutes of last night's game. Like, I really, I just sorry, I need to just rant here for a second. I really can't believe that at one point they said they were trending in the right direction as they were literally just drowning. Like it's just that was just lip service from AV to the media. That's what he yeah. had. He was better off saying nothing than not saying that comment because it's going to be something that if he does not improve his time here in Philadelphia, that's going to be the only joke. Oh, well, they're trending in the right direction with Elaine Vigneault. Yeah. And I think also, I don't know if it was the first. Yeah, it was the first Devils game on Sunday where the Devils have the worst penalty kill in the league just below the Flyers penalty kill. And I think at one point the Flyers had a power play and they had no shots on the power play against the worst penalty kill in the entire NHL. Yeah, and then last that night... That is how bad the special teams are. And last night the Flyers had a four-minute double minor uh, yeah. power. They had a four-minute power play and then do jack shit with. And yeah. it's a game where they go down 3-1 early. Coot says they didn't, they didn't they played unacceptable in the first 20. Buddy, where have you been? Half your play's been unacceptable all this entire season for your entire team. Um, and then they come back in the third with one of those mo- momentous comebacks where all of a sudden, bang, boom, boom, it's three all. Everyone seems to be happy. And I saw someone on Twitter who I follow who I'm blanking on the name, but they he tweeted 
the Flyers tied this game too early. Yep. And literally, seconds after tweeting that, the Devils scored again to make it 4-3. Then what do you know? The Flyers tied it back up. And then 11 seconds after that goal, Brian Elliott, who has been earlier this year decent, yep, and has now just become Brian Elliott of old, where he has not been good, where he's been used far too much, made one of the most idiotic plays and forgot how to goalie and tried to play a puck behind the net on a wraparound. Stay in your net if you are not confident that you are going to get the puck. It was because <laughs> of Brian Elliott the, the Devils scored that go-ahead goal. Yeah, That, that game last night literally is it's on, on the Flyers' skaters on for, for the first half, and that third period class is on Elliott. Yep. Like, the dude needs to sit. Like, I have, and I've said this before on this podcast, we have seen all we've seen from Brian Elliott. Thank you for your service for your three or four years here in Philadelphia, but pack your bags. You are gone this offseason. Alex Lyon, Thank you for your service for all these years with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. When we called you up, pack your bags. You are gone. Out of here. <laughs> no longer an option. You you have now seen that Alex Lyon is not, a, is not an NHL caliber goaltender. Oh, yeah. So for the rest of this season, like we said, we have seven games left. The Flyers have called up Felix Sandstrom, who has been pretty good with the Phantoms, has found his game again. Yeah. Who's an RFA after this season. Do you think Felix San- I personally I think Felix Sanchez deserves to get the net. He's played a well, played a well enough in the Phantoms. At one point in his career as a Flyers prospect, he was thought to rival and be just as good as Carter Hart. Of course, that, that hasn't worked out to be that way. Um, but you know what? You're not making the playoffs. The season's lost. You're you've got ghost loss due to injury for I think the rest of the season. Who knows if Carter's coming back? You know, at this point, if you're hurt, just shut it down for the whole year. And Felix, you know, Felix, I want to see him in net. Just just because. You know, it's not going to matter. And at least yeah. you find out what you have in the kid officially at the NHL level. And maybe it helps boost his confidence, you know. Um, but, man, last night's game was just, it was it was laughable. It was another embarrassing collapse by this franchise, by this sports team. And just... More bullshit hockey men cliche quotes afterwards in the day and press, press media availability. And it's just like, when is this going to end? Like, and that's why it all leads to our past rants we've had on this podcast. So we're like, this is a, it's an organizational problem. And it stems from Comcast on down. They're like, we've said a billion times, Matt, and I'll give you a talking stick back here. But <laughs> this offseason, there needs to be seismic change in this organization. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I again, I'm forgetting who tweeted it the other night, but it's basically like hockey purgatory, where you're you're stuck in complacency. And again, I am saying this again for the thousandth time, but we've seen this organization be just completely acceptable with mediocrity, where, like, and again, like we've said, as long as they get their money, as long as they get their nut, and they get butts and seats apparel sold all that stuff they really don't care or at least it seems like and it has seemed like they don't care about what the all-nice product is and it was literally like i'm pretty sure not to brag here but like when they first came out with the rage room at wells fargo center um i think i tweeted something where it was like 
how about instead of a rage room, we actually make the flyers good so people don't have to actually use something like that? Like, yeah. Or hell, make it free because if they're this bad, just that, just line up for that that rage room and just literally, I'm sure you could have so you could have all the you could have twenty thousand people in and out of that thing by the third period because yeah. hey, everyone hit one plate and. The Flyers are already down three nothing, and it's five minutes into the game, and they've already fucking phoned it in. Sorry for that word there, but um, dude, I, I have used my allotted share of them these past couple of weeks. So no, I know you're all good, buddy. Oh, but it's just like, dude, it's uh, again, like I don't even know anymore. It's just that it's, it's you're we're stuck in just miserable hockey and. Um, for the folks at home that are listening and whoever is not at home and listening, um, like we just said a few minutes ago, there are just seven games left. There's two more games against the Devils on Yay. on tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, Thursday at 7 o'clock, um, I believe, yeah, in Newark, armpit of the America. <laughs> um, and then they play Saturday night against the Devils. They close out the four-game series. At the Wells Fargo Center. Hopefully we have a nice entertaining matchup on Monday and Tuesday. Because the Flyers play the Penguins at home on Monday and Tuesday night. So hopefully again we get a little bit of like a at least the Flyers beat the Penguins. I probably mm-hmm. just jinx them because that's how the Flyers are. And that's probably my luck. But um, And then Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th of May. They have a back-to-back against the Washington Capitals in the nation's capital. And guess what? They get to close out the season against the Devils once again on May 10th. So um, I'm trying I'm trying to think of any sort of like movie or like or TV show that just has like a I can't say the Titanic because this is seems like it's worse than watching the Titanic sink, but it's like on May 10th, when the game is over, whether they win or lose, you just want to, like, you want to take a sigh of relief and you just, like, say to yourself with a tear running down your eye, you're just like, finally, it's over. Like, yeah. we can we can put this season to bed and we can hopefully move on to, dare I say, better things. Like, this. obviously the fan base deserves so much better than, it's, than this team has been. Um... Hopefully the players know that. Hopefully, hell, hopefully the organization knows that, which they probably don't give a shit about. But, um, again, I mean, the the fat lady sang back in March at this point with this yep. team where they, they played themselves into that tailspin of um, just losing game after game, finding new ways to lose, no continuous effort, um, no momentum, nothing. Just, like, again, like basically a flat seltzer hockey team. Um, yeah. And it's just been not fun for the most part. And what really stinks, too, is, you know, I might have brought this up a couple podcasts ago, but I was talking to a friend of the pod, Jason Coley, who's a resident Avalanche fan in uh, Willgrove, PA here. Um, but he, he, you know, the Abs and Wild do not like each other. Like, that. those are the rivals right yeah. now. And he's like, you hired the King of Mediocrity and Chuck Fletcher to be your GM. And what did the Minnesota Wild do every year that Chuck Fletcher was their GM? They either just missed the playoffs and picked like between 14 and 16, maybe 18 in the first round. 
Yeah. Or they made it the first round and lost and then up picking like 20. That's yep. not going to make you any any better. Like you you either need to be like good enough to win and win and go far and make big free agent splashes and that's how you get your team better or you just need to freaking suck yeah. and pick like top 10. Or you actually need to get lucky in a draft lottery and you need to pick a player who's going to be a franchise altering player. And I'm sorry, I think we can cross Nolan Patrick's name off that list now. Like, I've given the kid plenty of time. Yeah. I've seen so much stuff this week about fans saying, oh, well, we compare Couturier to Nolan Patrick, and you know, we all waited for Coots. It's going to be fine. Well, here's the thing. Coots had other aspects of his game that made him valuable to the team besides his offense. The offense eventually came while he got better at being an offensive forward. Nolan Patrick has zero things right now that make this team better. He mm-hmm. sucks in the shootout. He sucks on the power play. He sucks in his own zone, and he sucks on faceoffs. Like, I'm done sugarcoating it. Like, Nolan yeah. Patrick, like, I know I know we have preached patience with you. You missed all of – you essentially missed almost two years of hockey. But you know what? You're a pro athlete, for Christ's sake. Get your shit together. If you're not healthy enough to play, retire. Stop wasting our time. Yeah. Like, I want to love Nolan Patrick. I really do. Second overall pick. We were all hyped as hell when we drafted him. And he's done jack shit. The guy taken in front of him, Nico Heeshear, is now captain of the New Jersey Devils. You have Kale McCarr, who won Rookie of the Year and is the best offensive defenseman. He's the best two-way defenseman in the league right now, essentially, offensively. Uh, and then you've got Miro Heiskinen and Elias Peterson right behind him. You've got stud, 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 Nolan Patrick. And it's like, that's just, it's you're looking back and you're looking at hindsight, but it's like, of course, that's the Flyers' luck. The year we jump up and pick second overall, we yeah. get the, we get, we literally get the bum of the draft. Yep. And I hate, and I hate calling, I hate the fact that I'm saying these things about Nolan Patrick right now. Yeah. But I just watched him this year. Just look, like, I get it. Like, he came out with fire when he started. And we were like, Nolan Patrick Revenge Tour, let's go. And then he just went, <laughs> de- like, just literally just a crashing, like, falling plane in flames. The, the tour bus just completely fell apart in the middle. All, all, of the, the wheels fell off. Then went the, you know, the whole bearings and the, the brass balls. Just, <laughs> it just all, it all came apart. And I look at him and I'm like. It, we, the big thing is you can tell he has no confidence and he's trying oh, to yeah. play through it, but like, okay, why isn't he scratched then? Players who have no confidence shouldn't be in the lineup. They did, they did that to Carter Hart. And well, he came back when he had confidence and he was good. He's hurt now, but, you know, like, what are we doing? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, too, that whole getting your confidence back, I think is a lost cause for this season at least because oh, it's at like this point. Yeah, totally if he scores like if he scores a goal say if he scores a goal tomorrow night it's like oh like he's getting some confidence back but it's like the season's over in six games like so i mean unless he goes on an absolute some miraculous tear these next six games i don't think and again going back to your point about he hasn't done anything we could literally put most of this flyers team if not all of these players oh, on, into that category on a milk carton, like a missing child ad. Like, literally, like, where have you been this whole season, most of the whole season? Because, again, the like, prior to the COVID, 
prior to the COVID shutdown, they were playing pretty well. And just whatever happened just completely just completely neutralized every like this this team in every aspect um in every way shape or form off the ice on the ice i mean it was just crazy to see like it wasn't night and day it was night and complete complete hell like i mean you was like all right like we like we won a couple games like we're we're doing well we're doing well and then it's like covid shut down and then it's like it was just what is going on like it's like and winter had arrived exactly um but actually side note um did you see they started filming the the uh, uh, yeah it's the prequel series the game of thrones they they have auto making up to do the fans we're now going to be a game of thrones podcast here here we go we're now yeah we're now a movie and tv show podcast i must have broadcast but um what i was like oh and then it, it sucks even more now because Again, speaking of the Wild, they clinched a playoff spot yesterday, I think. And you're obviously seeing teams clinch playoff spots because the playoffs start in three weeks. I don't know the exact date. Um, bad radio. But anyway. like The playoffs start, uh, I think they start on on May 12th. I think they start yeah. the day after. They, I think they say, start on my 30th. There you go. Um, and you can say this for every team that misses the playoffs, but it's like, especially the Flyers, for us personally, and for how much potential they were supposed to have and for how good they were supposed to be this year, it's literally the Squidward meme where he's looking out the window to SpongeBob and Patrick having fun. And His Squidward is the, the Flyers. Actually, Squidward is the Flyers. Not, it's not even the Flyers team. It's just the fans. And because it's Flyers fans, and then it's basically... Squidward and SpongeBob can be every like mostly every other fan base enjoying this season to some degree. Like it's just crazy. Um, but it's, oh yeah, I mean, you really can't do much this at this point. Just to, besides, I saw again on so a uh, big millennial guy here too. But uh, I saw a TikTok today where it was like this guy was saying like. Sometimes in life you have problems, and you know what the best way to deal with it? It's obviously a joke, but he was like, you just say it be like that. And <laughs> it, I'm literally like, that's the mindset for the Flyers at this point, where yeah. you're just so, like, fed up with all, like, you're fed up, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're miserable, and then you're just like, last night's game happens, obviously they go down 3 nothing. you're like, it be like that. And then they come back, and you're like, excitedly, it be like that. And then they lose 6-4, to four and you're like, it be it, like that, be like, like that. so. I mean, <laughs> that should be instead of anytime, anywhere. It should be it be like that. It be like that. That's their new. That's motto. that's another thing that I just thought about too. Please get rid of that slogan because it's just comp- like no good have co- has come from that slogan. Because I've seen so many tweets where it's like anytime, anywhere, meaning anytime the Flyers like they can get scored on or like any like just come up with a new slogan. It was good when they were in the bubble because obviously you weren't even playing at home. Why would you not come up with a new slogan for the new season when things are slowly starting to get back to normal? But mm-hmm. instead, again, a sick nod to the Flyers marketing department. And again, I mean, I don't know if I can do much better, but still, you go from like Orange Crush, Vengeance Now, um, all these cool, like tough, like fl- like Flyers hockey slogans, and it's just like... We can do this anytime, anywhere. It's like, 
yeah, you can lose a game in overtime. You can have a puck go off your defenseman's stick and uh, pass your goalie. You can, like, lose to the worst team in the league when they're on an 18-game winning streak. Like, they can be bad anytime, anywhere, but they can't be good. You can get blown out by the New Jersey by the by the the Devils, the Islanders, and Rangers. That's another thing too. All the in Devils, one stretch. The Devils were on a ten game winless streak, and of course the Flyers. The Flyers are the team, and they have been the team for any player. Where it's like, hey, are you on a goalless drought? You Play struggling? the Flyers. Play the Flyers. Do you need your we first? We got NH- you. Yeah. Do you need your first NHL goal? Play the Flyers. Are you are you on a winless streak? Play the Flyers. Uh, it's like. Did you just get a new coach who barely knows the system of the teams? Play the Flyers, and you'll probably kill us. Like, it's just insane that the Flyers are you like. You don't even have a coach. You don't even have your coaching staff. Oh yeah. Coaching at all. Yeah. Whole coaching staff down with COVID. Play the Flyers, and you'll win nine nothing. Yeah. It's insane. Like, uh, I'm just again. I'm. It's there's so many emotions surrounding this team, and it's it's mainly again. It's frustration. You can hear in our voices. It's frustration. It's anger. It's again, it's just it's crazy like how bad this season has been and the like the Flyers, I think I, I don't think I know. The Flyers at this point are a joke. Yeah. And they're completely a joke. It's just it's sad to say that, but like they're not obviously they're not a good team, but just how bad they've gotten and again they've found new ways to lose games to shoot themselves in the foot somehow um like it's just again it'd be like that and the biggest thing that frustrates me is on last podcast you know all i says i want to watch good hockey for the rest of, for the remainder of this of this season yeah and they've literally gone okay we'll meet you halfway because literally, they they've had in the four games since our last podcast, they are two and two. There we they go. Are, they are literally even five hundred, and even in their wins, you've gone. I'll take it, but am I happy about that? I mean, you're always happy when you beat the Rangers or Devils because screw them both. But like, but like, even these wins aren't even that fun. Like with the way they like Sunday's win against the Devils. You were still down 3-1, and at that point, like, we're fuming as a fan base. And yeah. you're like, all right, these assholes here, they're going to come back now. If they wasted 40 minutes of our and their time, now they're going to come back and win? Like, and, and, and then they'll go off and they'll say quotes like Vorting again, being like, I don't know, some like Confucius be like, oh, well, you, you can't really play a full 60 minutes of hockey. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you can. You at least give more of an effort for a full 60. Like, Jesus Christ. If you don't skate the puck into four defensemen, then you might have a better game like Voracek always seems to do now. You know what? Like, I'm going to call Jake Voracek. You know what? If you're you, – you have the brass balls to call out the media and to call out the fan base, then you know what? Learn to freaking take it. Unblock the majority of this fan base that you have blocked, including myself, and take the heat you rightfully deserve or get yeah. the hell out of town. If you can't handle Philly fans – don't come to play here. Don't resign here. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick well, of Jake Voracek. And it sucks. I, I own his yeah. freaking sweater. I don't think it's that either. It's like he can keep everyone blocked, but it's like, like you said, if he's gonna, if he can't take the heat, then get out of the kitchen. But or if put he up wants, and shut up. If he like, wants go out the there. Heat, I was gonna say if he want. Uh, you're you're taking the words right out of my mouth here. I was gonna say is I'm that stealing your gumption. 
Yeah, exactly. But I was going to say is that all he has to do is literally just play better. Like, and that's the whole, that's what the whole team has to do. There wouldn't be so much like drama and BS surrounding this team about like what's going on in the room. What's like COVID, uh, flat cap. And it's like, honestly, none of that matters at this point because the season was lost in March. But again, if they would have somehow just at least played better, then it wouldn't be the constant doom and gloom of like, (laughs) it's funny. I think Jordan Hall has has come out with like some like some uber depressing stat about the Flyers before every game like these last few few weeks and days. And I'm just like Jordan Hall, a man of the people. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like it it was like it really do be like that. (laughs) But I think we just so last week we found gumption for the episode title. I think this week it has to be it really be like that. Yeah, we're putting that on a T-shirt when we when we start making merchandise, we're going to get gumption with uh, it's got to have the sparkle emojis like I sent you. Remember? Yes, it's got to Yeah. So that's got to be the one. And then we have to have just quotes. It be like that. Like well, Flyers, Flyers hockey established 1967. It be like that. <laughs> like, that's it. Is, or, is, is that is that our uh, semi announcement to our listeners that we're going to start having merch after we get our act together and like, try and design some stuff? Yeah, we can. And then we also have to do uh, the it is what it is that that thing. <laughs> too. Like, that's literally that is textbook Flyers hockey right now where it's like you're just complete again. You're completely fed up with it all. Where you are just like it is what it is or it be like that or like and like you said, they're meet, uh, they met us halfway with gumption so far. Just put gump like half the word gumption. <laughs> so uh, I mean, gumption we're, 50 50. We're off, we're off on a tangent here. But I mean, again, the, the Flyers have seven games left. They finish off the series with the Devils tomorrow and Saturday and then they move on to Pittsburgh. Then they move on to Washington, and then they close out the season against the Devils on May 10th. Um, as as I tweeted in our tweet tonight, pre-podcast, in the words of Thanos, reality is often very disappointing, and he is spot on with the Flyers on that one. Yeah, coming off the two-year anniversary of Avengers Endgame, too, that was earlier this week. Ooh, and three-year yeah. anniversary of Infinity War. Fantastic films. You know, I've just got like, if we're looking ahead to the remaining schedule, like, I have a, (laughs) for some reason, I have, (laughs) I don't know why I think this way, uh, but I have a really bad feeling about these four games coming up against the Penguins. These, well, the the four games total, but two against the Penguins and then two against the Capitals. Yeah. I just feel like they're going to get shit kicked in like all four. I think or or they'll they'll win, they'll split this like they'll go they'll go two and two, like the loss like they're either gonna with the Penguins they're either gonna storm out of the park or the, the Crosby's gonna go huh just kidding this is my show yeah and like same with the Ovi and the Capitals like I like they're either gonna win and they're gonna win like damn straight or they're yeah. just gonna get blown to misery, smithereens like I just it's not gonna be good. Yeah, and of course you know you know they are losing this game on May tenth against the Devils. Oh yeah, like that's just that's just the perfect way to end this shitty year. <laughs> They're like, Dave, we know you're getting married. We know you're getting married and you turn thirty and like in the rest of this week. But we really want to give you the best present of all and just lose to the team you can't stand the most. Yeah. Ugh. 
it really be like that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like like we said, I mean, that's the Flyers' remaining schedule right there. We don't even know what's going to happen at this point. I'm not even going to pretend to know what's going to happen. Um, but we just need that we need the Joker to come in and be like, just, he just needs to in, insert some you know, insert that agent of chaos. <laughs> Introduce a little anarchy. Precisely. What a great movie. Oh, we're jumping from Marvel to DC to merch. We're all over the place this week. Oh yeah, but that's uh, what we got tonight with the way this t- Flyers team is because it's. We have it's- to- it's been a broken record for this past month and a half, literally. You gotta try and throw in some deprivating humor to try and make this somewhat more fun. True. <laughs> I was gonna say we can. It's like you can only make fun of. Well, uh, you can only be miserable for so long until you just start making fun of yourself, which is basically what we're doing with the Flyers. Um, but as I was gonna say earlier. I think that does it for our Flyers coverage, but we will take an ad break, and then we will go briefly around the league. Can't confirm there, good buddies, and we'll throw some Letterkenny quotes in there, but like Master just said, we will be back here at 5-Minute Major Radio in just a second. And we are back here at 5-Minute Major Radio now that I can speak again. Um, Matt, let's go around the league. What you got for us this week? Sounds good. So we don't have much. Actually, we only have one thing. Um, unless we can, unless I can find something, unless I can find something else quick. But the the big news uh, yesterday. Sorry, I was trying. To, I was double checking my dates. The big news yesterday was that the the NHL and Turner Sports reached a seven year media rights agreement that will have regular season Stanley Cup playoff and Stanley Cup final games televised on TNT and TBS starting next season and running through the 2027-28 season. Um, so that's obviously a big deal. I think these were the the leftover rights after yes, it's a secondary the ESPN deal. deal. But mm-hmm. this is very good for the NHL because Turner Sports is a division of Warner Media, um, which – is basically like Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers owns HBO, obviously TNT and TBS. And I think that they're going to have the – obviously they'll have the cable platforms and TNT and TBS, but there's also apparently going to be the digital properties, in particular HBO Max and Bleacher Report. So the NHL literally – baseball term here, the Phillies are on actually too, but NHL covering all of its bases with streaming – live games and just all that good stuff that the this beautiful game deserves and i guess um is nbc even still going to do anything no nbc is out wow this will be the first time in over over a decade that nbc will not have any form of hockey on and what's um What's what I'm actually really stoked about with this with this Warner news and being on TBS and TNT um, and HBO being involved is TNT slash TBS is getting the Winter Classic for all the seven years of its deal. Yep. You know, there used to be this program called HBO 24-7, Road to the Winter Classic. Oh. That was, uh, it was, it, I would say it's, it was pretty successful and a pretty big hit for all hockey fans. Because it was unfiltered. If that comes back, oh yeah. 
Oh man, it's basically like the the Undertaker gif. Yes. When he rises from the coffin after, where like he quickly comes up. Oh man, that would be awesome. But it's funny too because I guess the NHL didn't. Something must have happened, obviously, behind the scenes that the NHL didn't continue on with twenty four seven. But they went to Epics, which was like boo, which sucked. Um, I didn't even watch any of those Epic series when they the did. Epics like ones were okay. It was it was still. A little unfiltered, but not to the point of HBO was. And then they only did that for like one or two winter classics. And then NBC tried to do it on NBCSN. And it was just, it was made for television BS. Like it wasn't good at all. Yeah. But what I was saying is that HBO, they obviously have Hard Knocks, which is the the NFL, basically the NFL version of the Road to the Mm -hmm. Winter Classic where they do training camp for NFL teams. Everyone probably knows that unless you live under a rock. They also did 24-7. I think they still do it for, um, like, boxing matches, mm-hmm. leading up to boxing matches. But I'm hoping, like you said, if they brought back 24-7 and just did that four-part Road to the Winter Classic for those seven years, chef's kiss. Um, and we get beautiful narration by Lee Schreiber. Who, oh, fantastic. Who is our boy Ross Ray from Goon. Yes. So... Um, just the perfect voice to have uh, such a majestic narrate narrator in those series. Um, but and I always look forward to those hard knock shows too. I'm not like the biggest NFL guy, but it is cool seeing that again behind the scenes. You get obviously as fans, we want to see, we want to hear the unfiltered stuff. Where I think the NHL could have made some money this year, or especially in the bubble, if they did some sort of like pay per view for games where you literally just had, like, unfiltered, like, mic'd up guys. Like, it's all I would have watched. Yeah. If they had, if the NHL. You pay, like, I don't know, like, 10 bucks a game, not even, because I'm sure so many people, like, that, there's a way to generate revenue right there. Um, NHL marketing department, if you're listening to us somehow, I'll send you my resume. But, um could you imagine that? Like, you pay, like, I don't know. Again, if there's millions of people doing it and you charge $5 per game to get unfiltered feeds of, like, the players, coaches, refs, all that, like, they would make so much money. Yeah, but then, but then you also, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't be getting the full, the full experience because the players and refs and coaches would know that that was an option out there. That's so true. you wouldn't get Tim Peel incidences. Maybe. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't be in it. But I wouldn't be in it. Like I wouldn't go into it thinking maybe we'll get a referee scandal. I would just go in and be like, "Wow, I can't." Like I would love to hear Sean Couturier weave a tapestry of curse words after like a brutal penalty call. So it would be very nice to hear. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's just obviously thinking out loud. I'm sure it's never going to happen. But like we said, um, that the Turner Sports Networks will televise the NHL Winter Classic um, in all seven seasons of the deal. It will also televise all televise televise all the games in the Stanley Cup final in 2023, 2025, and 2027. One conference final series each season and half of the first two rounds of the playoffs, plus 72 regular season games per season. Um, uh, the other years will be televised on ABC in 2022 next year. 2024, 2026, and 2028 as the part of the deal with the Walt Disney Company and ESPN. But like I said before, uh, the NHL is basically finally doing – yeah, they're finally doing the right thing where the this is a, a big deal for them where, they're like I said, they're going to be 
they're going to have their fingers and everything now. So, um, it's good. It's, it's awesome to see. And it'll, it'll be different, obviously, since we're so used to NBC sports, NBC networks and all that. And I'm hoping that, see, I don't know. That's going to be the next interesting thing is that we'll, we'll have to see what type of like TV personalities we get now with these different networks. So, I mean, if, if they can get, if, if the NH, if T, if, if Time Warner Sports makes a panel similar to what they have with Barkley and Shaq for the NBA, for oh. hockey, I'm all aboard that. And the big thing, too, for the NHL right now is they are now in the same space, television-wise. As the other three big four leagues. As, as Well, especially the NBA. Yep. Like, you're on ESPN, and now you're on TBS and TNT. Like, you are now on the biggest sport networks in america like nbc is yeah. a big deal but like nbc kind of their product got worse and worse and worse every year yeah um they didn't really have the greatest people on television like you know there's there's a lot of great individual people behind the scenes for, for nbc that you saw on social media and stuff but like yeah their on-air personalities wasn't weren't the greatest at times like i mean you love jonesy and what he's done but like JR was questionable at times. Everyone hated Millberry. They brought up Mike Babcock, which was an asinine move. So you, know, you just kind of wonder like what they're going to do. And I kind of had a feeling I'm like Doc retiring was like a like I knew something was going to happen with NBC once he announced that. Well, I mean, like, he's irreplaceable. So like, yeah, anyone, yeah. anyone that was anyone that was wondering who would like who would fill his shoes, no one can do that. No one. No. He's the greatest hockey announcer that'll ever live. And the only thing is, we can hope is if Gary Thorne can come back and claim back his rightful throne. Oh my God! With Billy Clement on ABC and ESPN. I think Gary Thorne. The last time I heard Gary Thorne commentate anything was the Little League World Series. The last time I've watched Gary Thorne call anything was the last time I literally watched him call a hockey game. <laughs> I think I don't he... think I bought I don't bother to watch Little League World Series. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Now it's we're a little kids playing baseball. Who cares? But it's a World Series. It's sick, eh. and it's in Pennsylvania. Eh. Come on. I'm watching man. baseball. I'm watching the major leagues. Sport, dude. The Little League World Series is electric, man. You're missing out. All right, we're now a Little League World Series podcast, <laughs> as well as a Game of Thrones podcast, and also a general TV and movie podcast on top of a Flyers podcast. So. Everyone gets the uh, the whole mixed bag here at this point now. Yeah. But getting back to things, um, oh man, I almost just lost my voice there. But again, great news for the NHL when it comes to TV rights. We'll finally see the beautiful game uh, broadcast in its entirety on multiple different platforms. Where it will hopefully reach a lot of people. Um, Actually, a good thing, too, is that in the article it says that the flat cap may go up sooner than before. So now there's one less excuse for Fletcher to make where he can't say, oh, it's a flat cap. Well, guess what? Your league just signed an absolute money deal with one of the biggest uh, sports coverage companies in the world, and the cap might go up soon. So uh, buckle up here, Chuck. But anyway, I digress for now. Um, Other than that, as I look through my recent news on the NHL app here on my iPad, I think we are just about caught up with the the major stuff. I mean, we have 
we have playoff scenarios, but those are obviously going to change depending on what happens in the games that are going on tonight and down the road here. Um, there is another thing here, I guess, due to COVID, since the, the North American border between Canada and the United States has kind of been a problem. So the NHL announced again yesterday, Tuesday, um, they will adhere to local and national government regulations and are prepared to adapt during the upcoming Stanley Cup playoffs as part of its effort to continue prioritizing the health and safety of players, fans, team, and league personnel during COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Bar- I was calling them Barry Bettman. Um, <laughs> Gary Bettman, the NHL commissioner, was quoted saying, if we can't travel in Canada, either as among the provinces or from the U.S. to Canada and back, we'll make whatever adjustments we have to do to get the playoffs completed. The Scotia North Division is obviously made up of all the Canadian-based teams, the top four will qualify for the playoffs and compete within the division for the first two rounds to determine who will advance to the NHL semifinals, and then the winners of those will meet in the conference finals. Yeah. Um, so, like it has been this past year and a half in sports and in life, it's basically you wait and see what happens and you make the best of it, and that's what the NHL is going to do. Once they have to have teams cross the border for playoffs – I'm sure they'll have the the necessary precautions and all that jazz um, set up for the players, fans, and whoever's involved in the playoffs to stay safe. Yeah. So, and that's the that's the priority these days, you know. Staying safe, you know. Everyone getting vaccinated. Everyone now in the U.S. can can get vaccinated. And if you are a vaccinated person, you no longer have to wear a mask outside. So. <laughs> Which I things think, are getting better. We're now also a CDC sponsor. I was going to say, which this, I, think it's, I think it's funny that on our CDC segment now, um, <laughs> I think it's funny that they said that it was okay for fully vaccinated people to hang out together inside without a mask before they said outside. It's the government. Does it ever yeah. make sense? Um but anyway, that's our CDC segment brought to you by the CDC. No free ads, <laughs> but um, yeah, now we're also a public health podcast as well. So again, mixed bag here tonight on 5-Minute Major Radio, but we don't, we don't have much else to talk about that's no, no, uh, entertaining because obviously the Flyers are the Flyers and just really not much going on around the league. No, no, and I don't think I have anything else to add, Matt, so... I do not either. I think that wraps it up for tonight. Dave, like as usual, just take us home and end this before we just go completely off the rails. Yeah, before we go completely sideways, um, like we said, there's seven games left this year. Everyone, just 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 try and get through it. You know, bright. it's getting nice out. It was beautiful today. It's supposed to be kind of crappy tomorrow, but then nice again on the weekend. Like spring and summer, yeah. like spring is here. Summer is around the corner getting ready to party and just have a good old time this summer. So everyone just try and keep on staying safe and healthy. Um, the Flyers, it'd really be like that. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>